0: Hey Dynamic Tribe, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Real and Unscripted Podcast.
1: This episode is brought to you by Rewired Dynamics, a no BS podcast that brings you targeting results-driven conversations on training, leadership, and business topics.
0: All right, here we are, real and unscripted.
1: Hey guys, Um, so we're going to do something a little bit interesting today, and I know you guys will like it. So we're going to be bouncing back and forth on on a couple of different books.
0: (laughs) Well, we'd like to think the titles are different, but it seems that the books are the same.
1: yeah we just come to that conclusion as we were comparing notes um, which is kind of cool because of course it's the same um, author yep different name of the book same premise um Fritz what's the what's the title of your book
0: the title of the book I have is leadership is dead how to influence how influence is reviving it
1: Okay, so mine is making your leadership come alive, seven actions to increase your influence.
0: So, what are, our, well, I wonder if those seven actions might be laid out in here that are different than the book I have. No, because I got the seven actions. We just yeah. went through them.
1: Yeah. Yep, so let me, let me pull to my page. So, audience you must get these books like you could get one or the other because pretty much they're the same book um the author we are fortunate enough to be in the same company and i don't mean like the same company actual physical company i'm talking about we're sitting next to each other (laughs) as in company that we get to collaborate with this particular gentleman and
0: pretty sure we can have our marketing director put a link for the book in the comments or something within our podcast Mm -hmm. so i'm sure we can do that so people can get the book and we'll we'll put the amazon link in there for it um Mm -hmm. but yeah if you are any sort of a leader of any type and, and i know i've said this more than once if you have one person that you're influencing you are considered a leader of that person and you should be taking that position seriously Yes. i mean because it's very true i mean in in just look at today's world and today's society and what we're coming out of Mm -hmm. and there's so much talk just like that woman you shared with me on that video yesterday There's so much talk about how um, and I think a lot of businesses use this as an excuse because they're like, Hey, you know, if people would get off their butt and stop collecting unemployment, we could hire some people because we need people for our business. And my whole argument on that is that I bet that most of the people that aren't worth hiring and most of the people that are, going to be job hoppers, um, not perform very well, uh, entitlement, you know, all of that, that goes behind certain people. Um, My guess are those are the ones that are hanging on to the unemployment saying, you know, the government and the world owes me, but the government is not set up to make you have a lifestyle. If you want a lifestyle, of many choices, that's something you gotta go out and work your fucking ass off for because the government is not gonna provide it for you. And there's no government out there in the world that does provide that for you, including the people that are warped with the thinking of how Sweden does everything. Go watch watch some documentaries on how Sweden does it, what they do, because I don't think anybody here that is on unemployment or is below poverty, which is what, 30,000 a year, mm-hmm. would yeah. wanna pay the taxes that you pay in Sweden to help cover some of this government funding that they do over there. So unless you're familiar with it and you've, you've looked at it or you think, well, they, they do, you know, if you just look at the scratch the surface of what it is over there because so many times socialism and how we should take care of people and health care is all you know so many times we hear about the canada and we hear about sweden we should do it like they do dig into that history and dig into why and dig into exactly how those things are set up and you'll have a much better understanding of how it is and you will understand that most of that is privatized by companies who bid to pay. So think about that. There, there's, there's some goods and there's some, some improvements that can be made on it. Did it save their economy? Absolutely. Did it turn their country around? Absolutely. But there's some quirks about it that I know the American people would not like by any means. Right, exactly. Because there was a point where, this is crazy, there was a point where businesses, so if you were an entrepreneur, there were times that some of these entrepreneurs, like the, the lady that wrote Pippi Pippi Longstocking, okay, she lives in Sweden. She was charged 107% in taxes, 107%. Think about that people. Mm -hmm. If you make $50,000 on a book, you're paying 107% interest, taxes. I'm sorry, taxes on that. Think about that.
1: That's insanity.
0: We piss and moan about our capital gains at almost 50%. Right. And, and, and our W-2 wages are basically at 37% when you figure in insurance and all that other stuff. When I was in the W-2 world, I was only making, right, 63 cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. That's it. The other 37 cents was getting taken out of my check. So you can't you can't go out and say I don't know why we're going down this but we are right this is just what we do, yeah. so I don't know how you can sit and say you know when you when you're making sixty thousand a year what are you really you're not making sixty thousand a year what is your take home because if you do sixty thousand times thirty seven percent. That's what you're living on. That's your take-home pay. That's it.
1: And so think, that, that might free people,
0: right? Well, if you're looking at starting a business okay. or looking at doing a side hustle and you want to, yes. Because if you can understand to change your mindset and, and understand simple economics, simple math basically, that your take-home pay is what you need to replace. Mm-hmm. So if your take-home pay is only $24,000 a year, but yet you're making $45,000 a year, right? Your salary is $45,000 a year. Mm-hmm. If you think about that, right, then your take-home pay is $24,000. So what do you have to replace? You have to replace $24,000 not 45,000, which makes it just a little bit easier to swallow and go off on your own. Here's another little key thing. If, now that we're just gonna talk economics and we're gonna talk about this, right? Why not? Because uh-huh. this, all, this all goes into leadership. So let's say you work 40 hours a week, right? And you get a 60 cent raise. That's equivalent to what? Some change. I had it written down somewhere. I don't even. I don't even know. I'm going to do the math real quick. So you go ahead and talk, and then I'm just going to interrupt you when I have it.
1: Oh, okay. That sounds. Because that that's like what a, I do. That sounds like a plan. So while he's talking economics and working on on the numbers piece, which of course is usually our driving factor, but I wanna go back to what you said earlier about why people go find new positions, how this pandemic over the last year has hit the reset button on people who know and understand better their value. And so they're not willing to go and just work for somebody. Um, there's so much more now into that, what work means for for people. And I believe millennials obviously drive that hugely because they've learned over time how to adapt to every single thing that's going on. Um right. like they're super right. innovative, right? Super innovative. And so some of these pain points that people are talking about of people not wanting to come to work. Um, so when you're pointing at people, what are fingers, fingers doing?
0: The other three are pointing right back at you and that's what people fail to realize.
1: Right, so if you're a business owner out there, if you're an entrepreneur and you are trying to, to do business, well, okay, you're doing it wrong because you're trying to do business and not trying to serve people. You're not trying to figure out, you're not working on figuring out um, what problem you're trying to solve for for your employees. So Fritz, go ahead there for a moment.
0: Well, yeah, because, or if you're that business owner and you're struggling to find people to work for you right now, and you know, and it's because people aren't coming back to work because they're making more on unemployment, well, then you need to ask yourself, why aren't they coming back? Because now now you have to, and and the truth hurts, it always sucks, but it's gonna set you free. So if you are losing business and you can't get people in your door and you can't get your employees back, okay? then you need to take a look at you as a leader. Why do they not want to come back and work for you? Is it really the argument of a livable wage? Because if people literally sat down and figured it out, so like if you got a raise for 60 cents an hour and we work on average, if you're only working 40 hours a week, which most people don't, but if you work 40 hours a week, that's 2,080 hours a year that you're working, okay? At $0.60, cents, at 60 cents an hour in raise, that's only $1,248 for the year. You are already upside down when you're trading hours for dollars because you're working 2,080, so you can make $1,248. Think about that. You are upside down. So is it really, honestly, the living wage? Right? Because everybody wants a livable wage. Here's another little tidbit about Sweden. They have no minimum wage. Mm -hmm. But yet everybody is paid well. Huh? I've been saying get rid of minimum wage for years. It should have never, it had its place for about that short of a period of time Mm -hmm. back when it was put in place and was driven by Rockefeller. It had its place. Mm -hmm. But at this point in time, it should all be about value. What value are you bringing to the marketplace? This is why sales is one of the highest paid professions in the world. yeah. Because you, it's based on your value you bring to the marketplace on how well you're paid. Well, here's something for all our fine business owners out there. Your struggles that you have within your business of bringing people in and working and customers and sales and everything else, in between A and fricking Z is the value you are bringing to the marketplace, not just as a business, not just as your widget you sell or your service you do, but what is the value you are providing for the people that work for you, that work with you? Because if you lack on that value, well, then you need to go out and get somebody to help that's why coaching industry is taking off the way it is because quality good coaches out there not the shit ones will help you get to that point when have you ever seen an olympic athlete stand up there do an interview and talk about how they themselves me myself and i got to there on my own you don't the greatest golfers in the wood, world, like Tiger Woods has a coach. There's reasons and I'm not trying to sit here and self promote. What I'm talking about is the freaking pain that people feel all the damn time. And the reason that people are leaving jobs and not coming back, it's, it's not the job. It's not the work. People don't leave jobs because of the work, they leave jobs because of the leadership or lack thereof. So if you got a high turnover and you can't get people to come back to work or you can't get people to work for you, here's a news flash. Stop putting the help wanted sign up in the fucking window and learn how to create a culture and a business that's worth following so that people will line up at your door and you have to turn people away because you have such a line of people that want to work for you because oh, you're a business and a leader worth following. Right. Try that one because to market that is free. It doesn't cost you a freaking dime, and you don't have to place all those stupid ads on Monster and Career Builder. I don't even know if those things exist anymore. Indeed, Glassdoor, whatever. Right. But that is what we're talking about when we talk about leadership is dead and the seven steps in creating leadership or whatever Kim said before. I don't, I'm freaking in my zone now, so I don't remember, but.
1: Hey man, no, you go with it because what you're saying is gold because number one, there's, there's no, um, there's no magic potion. You You don't. Um, you touched on something earlier too, about good coaches. You better do your research. You better talk to these people in real terms, not sugarcoating where you're at right now in your life. Um, And I can speak from experience, you know, until you truly face your reality of what you're having to deal with and be coachable, be that person that's going to show up and go, okay, here's all my cards. I'm showing you my belly. Like, I don't know what else to do. That is, that is huge. And I would challenge anybody to reach out to us to say that piece because you've already grown. If you can honestly show up for a conversation, vulnerable and ready to, um, to be coached, ready to be consulted about what's going on. Some of those beliefs that we've taken on, those rules, those bullshit rules, thank you vision for ever saying those two words together, because it's so true, the line that we have been fed for so long, um, just as a society, and a lot of it is just learned behavior, right? We are, we're brought up with our blinders on. And we're b- brought up through our ancestors' belief systems and our religious preference. And oh my gosh, it can go all the way back to you know to the beginning, to the biblical beginning of what people's beliefs were, what their right. borders were, oh. what they're, the food they ate. The-
0: well, what is the biblical beginning? It's all belief. I mean, religion and and your faith is belief it's yes. not it's belief <laughs> think about that i mean that's that's an epic statement you just made if people really connect those two dots mm-hmm. the bible biblical faith is literally a belief it is it's it like is. if people could see my hand motions in my face right now I know. So they could understand. It's like, like a total epiphany hit upside the head with a big ass sledgehammer. Duh.
1: Yep, yep. And so, sorry, go on, Fritz. We've talked about this too. Is that beliefs can be given to us by other people? You know, we learn them through our families, right? And then we friends, or who we think are friends, or whatever. And you know, some people have very close friends. Um, but we take on their beliefs. You are who you hang out with, right? You're, you're, you're the reflection of your five closest friends, really. And so you can either be the influence and, and help people around you, or you can be influenced. And Good one. I certainly make sure that you know the difference. Um, and know too that when you start to grow yourself, when you start to understand you, the language that you speak, the way that you think, challenging the status quo, which Fritz and I are proponents of questioning everything because you should, it opens up pathways in your brain and it gets your body moving in a different way. It gets you, you know, gets you looking at life a little bit differently that, you know, we ask you that if you are that person that feels absolutely stuck, if, if you feel like I'm just tired of hearing the fucking excuses in the world. And I want to make a difference and I want to step out and do something different. And that's what people are realizing right now. Right. Fritz is that we don't have to live in this box anymore because the one thing that 2020 did was teach us that there is no safety net. You have to rely on yourself to be resourceful. So you can have Google all you want and you can have the resources, but if you're not a resourceful person, knowing where to go and what to study, you can become super overwhelmed with information. You can go on and look for resources, but there are so many that if you don't have a clear vision of where you're going, who you are, what you stand for, right, what your beliefs are, you have no idea how to narrow that down and get a super focused, super clear path to where you're going next, nor can you help lead other people. Because if you're confused, which I hate that word, because when you say it, you become it. So be careful what you speak, because if you sit back and I don't know. I'm confused. I don't understand. I'm not smart enough. I can't find it. Let me tell you something. We have said this a million times and we'll say it a million times more that you are what you speak. And the more that you speak it, the more your body and your mind believe it. Yep. And so you have to be extremely careful of how you speak, not only to other people, but more importantly to yourself. So
0: Absolutely. yeah, because it's just like food, right? It is. Because if you're gonna to continue to eat a bunch of processed bullshit deep fried food, well, guess what? I don't give a shit how much bullshit cardio you think you can do mm-hmm. to lose that, or let's let or restrict calories, which is the worst thing you can do, because it raises your cortisol levels through the freaking roof, along with cardio, right? And, and we're talking you already have a cortisol-filled life as it is. Yes. You know. Well, it's it's the same thing with your with your words. Your words are the food that you put out. That one, your brain is going to believe, and two, your belief system is going to be created based on the words that you continually say. So, if you're continually talking crap, you are going to have nothing but crap in your life. It's it's no different than if you want to plant apple seeds stop throwing fucking corn in the field right because hello you can't get apples from corn it's not a hybrid product at this point that i know of mm-hmm. some idiot out there is probably trying to figure out how to do it
1: at this point you know? that I, know of. I love that
0: but yeah. even even the whole the, people if you if you are not paying attention and doing your own freaking research and just continue to believe the bullshit that gets pumped out there. How many people really understand that the food pyramid is the most bullshit thing they ever came up with and there is no, no research or science to back it up. None. Zero. Zilch. Mm -hmm. It was something that they created because they had to have something. So they threw some shit literally up against the wall. And that has stuck with us since the early seventies, what 1972, 73, what? when that came out, there was the government that put that in place. It was, the, it was the government writers. It wasn't even researchers or scientists or nutritionists. And even the nutrition world is all oh, kinds of messed up. we're not even gonna go down that path right now. But think about that people. You've been believing it for how freaking long already? Turn the food pyramid upside down, it makes more sense.
1: Yep, turn it on its sad. Like a lot of things we talk about.
0: You know, because fat doesn't make you fat. I hate to tell you, look at the molecular structure between saturated fat and unsaturated fat. There's one molecule that's out of place. Well, guess what that means? It can be digested the same, period. Mm -hmm. So, Man, I just I can get riled up on all of this stuff because you're, you're, you're hitting right on the head of everything when you brought up the whole belief system and their words and your thoughts, and you're right. We do talk about this a million times. We're honestly probably going to talk about it another zillion times. We're going to go past billion, past trillion, on to zillion, and probably create another Google, Zoogle, Zaloogle, whatever the fuck the name is going to be of the massive number that passes that. Because we're going to continue talking about that, too, because it is what it is. I mean, you cannot possibly get better at anything you do if you're always telling yourself, I can't, or some other bullshit belief that you've created or that you took on to be a belief system you want. You know what? Like Kim Kim had said earlier, we challenge the status quo and we ask why not all the freaking time. We would not have the business that we have had we sat in the status quo world of business. And we sat in the status quo world of coaching or consulting. There's no freaking way. We push the boundaries and beyond all the time because why the hell not? Would we have a rocket ship up? Would we have airplanes? Would we have automobiles? Would we have ships? Would we have any of that stuff if we did not have people that said, Why not? Why can't I? Who says I can't?
1: I think some of the most inspirational people, and you know, people, society looks at influencers as if they woke up one day and became influential. But really what happened is if you really look at the backstory, it's usually somebody who has been bullied, thrown down, picked up, thrown down, run over, kicked out, were either, you know, homeless or drug abusers or survived suicide attempt or almost died in a car accident or died altogether and came back, they have all have the same thing. They've realized that they're here for a purpose. They go above the bullshit. They raise their standards. They go against the grain. They have this undying thirst for more because they know that this that we're sitting in right now, this reality, and each one of us has our own reality, that this reality that we set in is temporary. So everything can is temporary. Your pain is temporary, right? Nope. Your success can also be temporary. So stop being complacent. Stop being lazy in your thought process. Stop being lazy in your choices. And I'll, I'll drive it right back to the book that we're, we started this whole thing on was that's exactly why some leaders are dead. I don't mean like in the ground dead, but I mean the walking dead. How many times have we walked around out in the world right now or been on a zoom? Hello. That's even more relevant Been on a zoom in a room with zombies. How many times have we been in there going, what the fuck are we even here for? We could have talked about it on the phone because nobody has zeal anymore. Nobody has fire anymore because everybody's so afraid of everything. Right. You know what? When you can step past your fear, make better choices, something as simple as what you're putting in your body, you get a whole new perspective on what's possible. So we are challenging you. We're here to, to fill that void, to help you work through that pain of I've gone as far as I can push, right? Some of the best trainers in the world. What do they do with their athletes? Push. You can speak to this one, right? They take you out there. They don't believe your bullshit because nope. it's not their bullshit. It's your bullshit. Correct. And they push you past where you thought you could go.
0: Right. Because you can go further. And they know that.
1: Always go further. And they know that and they see that in you. And I know.
0: Correct. That
1: that our audience listening, they listen for a reason. They have these aha moments. There's something that speaks to them. And I, I truly believe that somebody out there right now is like face in hands crying because we've just given them permission to step out and be who they knew they've always been, but needed that little bit of a push needed on the back to say, you know what? The dream that you got on your heart is there for a reason. This need for more is not selfish. It's God given this. This is your moment to do the thing that you want to do. Not because it's a selfish thing to do, but because it's your gift. Yeah, If it makes you happy and it makes your heart light and you smile when you think about it, and you get emotional when you study it, because you're like, oh, man, this is good, then do more of that. And if you got to work your side, biz, whatever, hustle, whatever you want to call it, to pay the bills while you go after your dream, then do it. Because Fritz and I can tell you right now that there's no way that we would go backwards and go back to what we were, go back to who we were working for, because now we're looking for people like you. We're looking for those who are ready to go to the next level because the, the thing that people are searching right now in the world is how do I navigate this virtual world that we live in, right? Yep. They're searching about growth. They're searching about uncertainties. Okay. Well, there is uncertainty in the world, but I do believe that we have to be careful about how far we dive down the uncertainty hole, because we there's, can well, there's we always can real Realities, right,
0: right, but there's always been uncertainties. It doesn't matter who our leader is as president or the government officials or any of that stuff. It doesn't matter because It's never stopped any of these successful businesses from being successful, not a single one of them. So it doesn't matter what's going in the world today. It doesn't matter what's going on in the job market today. There's nothing that can stop you from being who you want to be and from performing and bringing value to the marketplace and getting the return that you want. If you're just willing to be uncomfortable for a little while and work your tail off for a little while, and have some pain for a little while, because as Kim said earlier, all of that stuff is just temporary. It's just temporary. But in order to get anything in life worth having, you got to go through some points of being uncomfortable, some points of fear, and some points of pain. It's the only way to do it. Talk to any marriage that have been married for 50 plus years, and they're going to tell you that it was not a bed of roses it was probably the roses welted dead and gone and you were laying on thorns and they were okay. sticking you in the ass a couple of times but you okay. still made it to the 50 year mark right and beyond it's yep. it takes work
1: Yep, you know if you feel like you you've run out of or are no longer relying on your own instincts and you're questioning, your judgment, or seem to not feel like you are adapting quick enough, these are the things that we help you process and work through.
0: That's why we have this podcast, so we can bring up and exactly. push those issues. This is a platform for us to come on and push your thought beyond what you normally think or Say the shit that you've been holding on to and not saying. We'll say it. We're not that way. We yeah. just want we just want people to unlock what's already inside them. And that's why we come on. That's why we do this podcast on a weekly basis. And that's why you're going to see us push just a little harder now than we were before. Because Kim and I both were, are just a little uncomfortable with how soft we've been. Because if not... who who we are we're and it's not that we're asses or we're brash we just we know that you're good enough we know that you have everything inside you to be exactly what you want to be while you're driving around back and forth thinking about what you could be or what you should be or what you had or what you could have or all of that go out and get it done because we got your back we're here We're in your corner. We'll continue to jack you up. We'll continue to motivate you. We'll continue to give the inspiration and we'll continue to ask why not.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And we, yeah, we're, we're going to be the little kid that keeps asking why (laughs) until, until you come to the answer and, and the most liberating thing you could ever do is, When you have that moment of, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, the connection that you feel between your heart and your mind, the heart and the brain, that connection is the most magical moment and the most liberating moment you can give to yourself we just guide you in the process. We are the roadmap. We help you with the words. We help you with the thought process of not believing some of the things that you've been led to believe that are true, that you believe that are true in your life right now. You know, and these are all things that we've walked it so we can talk about it. We can help you work through it. We can challenge your motives, because you have believed your own story for long enough, but now you're starting to feel uncomfortable. And when you feel uncomfortable, you can make two choices. You can retreat back into your shell, backwards comfortable, even when you know it's a toxic environment, or you can step out knowing, holy shit, something's different. And I'm going to run with this because if it challenges you, it's going to grow you. Yep. Good. It's all good. And I would say be super careful on what you research and what you allow into your space because you don't want to be influenced in the wrong way. Because I tell you what, if you have bad negative thoughts, you're going to reach out and find bad negative things so that you can be in line with your own thoughts. That's a great (laughs) challenge. That's need to bring challenge because you know, it's not good for you. You feel yucky when you do it, but you can't quite figure out why I fall into this pattern. You know, you, I, you can hear yourself saying it. So this is when you need that business advisor, that personal coach that is, you know, is not going to buy your bullshit story. And is going to push you past with all the love and conviction that we can give you. Past those boundaries so that you can be the best that you can be for yourself for your family, for the position that you're in, whatever that may be, whether you're an owner or somebody that comes in to support that business, because I'm really starting to not even like the worker word, right? Because people stay because they appreciate and are passionate about things. You said it earlier. It's not the job. Necessarily, it's the leadership. Yep. So why do we call people workers? I believe. I, don't know. That people, I believe that there are people that in, are invested in in the thing that you provide.
0: They're giving so you two thousand and eighty hours a year, on average, of their time.
1: Of their life. Their yeah. life. This is your yeah. life we're talking about. Your breath. Your family the reason that you get up in the morning? Why wouldn't you want to provide the best possible service and space to maximize their their zeal, their love for life? Because if they're gonna love where they come and spend their time with you to give you that time, imagine what they'll do when they go home.
0: Well, honestly, so 2,080 hours is what they give you on average. There's eight thousand seven hundred and sixty hours in a year, and on average, you spend two thousand five hundred and fifty-five of those hours sleeping.
1: Okay, so, so you that, need
0: to that's that four thousand six hundred and thirty-five hours out of eight thousand six hundred
1: or eight thousand seven hundred and sixty hours. Okay, so now okay. you that,
0: have that's working and sleeping. That's the, that's it, and People that's have- half of the year. Right. Think about that.
1: You have, people have a choice. Our audience has a choice. You've listened long enough. Now you need to take the next step. What's that going to be?
0: That's right. Love you guys. And we're looking forward to hearing from you and giving you more of okay. why the hell not Right. next week. Have a good one.
1: Dynamic Tribe, thank you for tuning in this week for another episode of Real and Unscripted Podcast brought to you by Rewired Dynamics.
0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please make sure to visit our website, RewiredDynamics.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and never miss an episode.